Wars Celebration Orlando 2017. The biggest Star Wars convention in the galaxy is now the biggest ever convention event for the Star Wars and Character Podcast. This year, we have three live events throughout Star Wars Celebration Weekend. Friday, April 14th, 6 p.m., Rebels Theater. The live show that started it all for our convention events returns to Star Wars Celebration. The Star Wars Obscure Character Face-Off Strikes Back. Eight new characters go head-to-head in our biggest ever audience participation game show, and you help crown the greatest Star Wars Obscure Character of all time. Saturday, April 15th, 6 p.m., Podcast Stage. For the very first time, the Star Wars and Character Podcast will be recorded live in front of an audience. This episode, we feature the character Tessic, the squid-headed denizen from Java's Palace featured in Return of the Jedi. Saturday, April 15th, 8 p.m., Kings Orlando. Our lineup ends with our annual celebration party, Balls for All. A night of bowling, bocce, food and drink in a private party area with tons of free swag and giveaway prizes. The obscure character face-off in Star Wars and Character Live are official parts of the Star Wars Celebration lineup and included with Star Wars Celebration admission. Tickets for Star Wars Celebration can be purchased at StarWarsCelebration.com. Balls for All is a separate ticket event and not affiliated with Star Wars Celebration. A few tickets still remain for Balls for All, so get yours now while you can at Neozaz.com balls. Our venue requires that you must be 21 to attend Balls for All. Come help us celebrate the biggest Star Wars party in the world and the biggest Star Wars celebration for the Star Wars and Character Podcast. Thanks to everyone for your continued support, and we can't wait to see you at Star Wars Celebration Orlando. I love everything. I love Star Wars, ergo, I have to love everything. Ergo. I, yeah. <laughs> Just like hockey. I love I love hockey, so I love all the teams, including those shitty, shitty penguins. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. Details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now, here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about. Before I say this name, it's me, it's like me trying to say. Moisture? Yes, thank you. Moisture. Moisture. You just said it. I did, see? No, you said it the first time. Just have to not think about it. But what do you call it? a moisture farmer, right? Moisture farmer. It's just still moisture. Moisture. <laughs> Moist. Sure. Sure. Compound word. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chur, chur is a word. Yeah, that's right. Probably is. Coochie, coochie, coochie. Chur. Sure. Oh. <laughs> All right. Saw. Guerra. <laughs> Not quite. Guerra. Guerra? Guerrera. Guerra. But there's an E. Like Guerrera. I never era. looked up the actual spelling of it. Is it spelled like the Spanish word for war or whatever it is? Is it, oh, maybe, like, is maybe it maybe the it is. exact word? Maybe it is Guerrera. Mm-hmm. Who's There's stupid wall, now, Tim? that guy out. <laughs> Is the first name Saw S A W? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I thought you were saying Saul before. Saul. <laughs> better, better call, call Saul. Call Saul. <laughs> yeah. I love that. You show. come to call me Saul Guerrero. <laughs> Guava. In Geraldo. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in this tomb or whatever that was. <laughs> There's nothing in this guest mess. <laughs> I'd like to hit this guy in the face with a chair like Geraldo. 
Oh, I'm I think right he did get hit in the you. face with the chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Saul Guerra, Goonie Goo Goo. What the fuck is Goonie Goo Goo? Only appears in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. He no, he doesn't. Watch. He appears in other stuff, and I don't even watch the damn thing. Well, yeah. I mean, movie wise. The cartoon shit don't mean nothing. What to are you me. talking about? <laughs> you just use it all the time. Yeah. And like, I thought you liked those cartoons. I enjoy them. I watch them. <laughs> he forgets Chris's about them Chris's memory afterwards. is so bad he doesn't even remember what he likes. Yeah, I'm not denying that. <laughs> <laughs> I had an understanding of that. But I'm proud of these names. All right. I was so proud. Right? <laughs> Who just moaned? Who was that? Was it you, Matt? It was the audience. <laughs> my name is the worst one, though. So I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'm, my name is Crispinal Minds. What's that? Silent. Yeah. He's on that Criminal Minds show for a long time. Oh, uh, you're saying? I thought you were saying a place like some minefield from Star Wars. <laughs> no, no. you're saying mines. That's where he got Mine. that 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 lung disease. <laughs> Working in the mines. Yeah, it's got black. I lung. guarantee the story I'm telling right now is a lot better than the one Tim's going to tell. <laughs> that's racist, Tim. All right. <laughs> you can't say black lung. Come you on. can't say black lung. Not even on the internet. No. Today I am joined by Mattoon. You get it? Nope. Mattoon. Platoon. There you go, Dave. Oh boy. That's okay. right. He wasn't Platoon. I'd love to know what rules these fall under. Yeah. Um Lee Daviels the butler. <laughs> God. You owe everything to that butler. <laughs> I kinda like that movie too, actually. Excellent butler's okay. And Good more Tim Vietnam! <laughs> Jesus. I have never seen Good Morning Vietnam. Me neither. And if I would, Seriously? I would tell you. Yeah. I, I, I do have a story about it. I remember they were giving away tickets on like Laser 104.1 for Good Morning Vietnam, and I was like 11 years old. And I remember calling in, and I was like, caller number 14 wins tickets to Good Morning Vietnam, and I called in. <laughs> and uh awesome. And uh, the the guy's like, "Hello, congratulations! You're caller fourteen. You won tickets for you know Good Morning Vietnam." And I'm like, "Awesome! My name's Tim." He goes, "How old are you?" Eighteen. He goes, "No, you're not." Click. Uh, this is going on my list of best ever Tim stories. <laughs> There's not even five of those. <laughs> uh, you know what? I want to I want to make a just a just a. Just a statement here. Don't don't anyone get upset, okay? Just an idea. Just popped into my head. This is episode number two hundred, right? Two hundred. Two hundred. Congratulations. congratulations. Congratulations, everybody. That that we do need to acknowledge that. After about episode twenty five thirty, Dave started to chip in doing characters, made the show better. We made a change. About episode fifty after episode fifty, we decided not to do any more video because that caused a lot of stress and the shows didn't come out that good. Another good change. About episode 7580, I dropped all the website stuff and we went to feedback. Another good change. Episode 200. Maybe it's time to retire the names. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh my god. And I thought these were my, one of my best no, batch of names. I've been sitting on that since episode 199. I had to. I've been waiting <laughs> to, to You've been sitting on that, that since episode yep. one. Yep. <laughs> 
You couldn't hear me shaking my head, could you? <laughs> Were you shaking uh, left, right, or uh, up and down? You'll never know. <laughs> well, good morning, Tim. Vietnam. Yep. Please, I know this is a long story, but please make it short and sweet. Yeah, Saw, it's Saw, uh, S-A-W. To, to <laughs> yep, S-A-W. That's English. <clears throat> All right, Saw Guerrera. Human male. But uh, he's from the planet Onderon, which is a jungle planet. Um, now, he grew up uh, not necessarily as an elite but he had access to kind of the upper crust of Onderon society. And cause he, he lived in the city uh-huh. and I guess he was a pretty charismatic guy and he knew a lot of people. So he had access to a lot of people, even though he wasn't necessarily, you know, a blue blood. Um, but he was a, uh, a student of Onderon's leader it was a guy named Kim Ramses. Dend up Ramses. King, I'm sorry. King Ramses. Yeah. Ramses. <laughs> I wish I, I wish <laughs> I could. Is that a Nacho Libre? Uh, I, I wish I could remember that Ram- that that Ramsey song that he sings. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey's is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I can't there's got to uh, be there's got to be Nacho Libre fans out there right now are like, yeah, <laughs> I love and that movie, but I've not seen that in I have not seen it since it's in theaters. I gotta watch that again. Oh. Watch it now while Tim's doing his story. That is a great <laughs> <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> Nacho Libre was a movie I did not like when I saw it the first time, but now it's like one of my all-time favorite movies. Over time, it it, it really grows on you. It's the best. It's a fantastic. I get to be all alone. It's real good. <laughs> I do remember I when I had watched that movie, I really wanted some damn Mexican fried corn. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Tim owning that mask on like a top shelf somewhere. Get that corn out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think I would, Tim, Tim does like some lucha lucha wrestling on the side, probably. I should. Yeah. You should. With that physique. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I got the Jack Black pasty washerboard abs. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, King King Ramsey's Dendup. He was uh, he was a big fan of the king and uh, and the king you know was he was good for the people um, and eventually the Clone Wars broke out and the king wanted to stay neutral but over time you, you know eventually both they, both sides they want they want Onderon to come on their side but uh, Doc, Count Dooku sends a guy in and they sort of overthrow the government and this Count guy named San, Sanjay Rash what's up. So- Count Dooku is involved in this story. Count Dooku. So, yeah. So the Confederacy sort of sticks in kind of like a puppet leader. They overthrow King Ramses and sticks in a puppet leader who's basically just doing what Count Dooku tells him to. So they sort of become sort of a default Confederacy uh, planet. So this guy goes way back then if he's involved with Count Dooku. So in that cartoon... I don't know if you're going to get to this, just tell me to to shut up. But how young is the guy in the cartoon as compared to how he was in Rogue One? Is this like a long, like I'm trying to get the time. I want to say like I saw him like maybe five, five or ten years. I mean, he's not really young, but he's not, you know, near his. He don't even have shit that's going on in the movie. He's probably he's probably like 25, maybe 30 in. okay In the Clone Wars, maybe. I would I would say I would say twenty five thirty. He looks like Drake, kind of. There's actually a good you know, picture I just found on um, on what you call it on uh, 
Google of a picture of him from the Clone Wars, a picture of him presumably from Rebels, then a picture mm-hmm. of him from the beginning of Rogue One, then the picture of him at the end of Rogue One. And it looks, it, it maybe it's my imagination, but it looks like almost the same amount of time passes between each picture. I wonder if that's by design or yeah, just I mean, maybe it's my imagination. There definitely is a progression. Yeah. Oh, I mean, him, obviously he gets older, cool. but it looks like the exact amount yeah. of time passes each time we see him. Like we only get to see him once every 15 years or something. Oh, uh, okay. That, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. It didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm saying, no. hey, guess what? A character gets older over time. That was a pretty dumb <laughs> setup. But what I'm saying was, it looks he looks like he looks like he's 15 years older in each of these pictures if you look at him side by side. But it also might be my imagination. No, well, that, that, help, that helps. That helps the timeline. In each picture, man. What's that? <laughs> how does I in each picture? How does I look? <laughs> Progressively leaning towards the right. <laughs> uh, tell me that there's an explanation for the eye. Yeah, birth. No, no, because like in the cartoon when he was animated, they didn't know Forrest Whitaker was going to play this, so there's no way they would have made him have his attributes. There's got to be a there's got to be a reason that he looks the way he does later. They don't do that. When I was in the desert, I was kicked in the head by a panther. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't really explain that kind of stuff. That's a pretty good impression, though. Thanks. Yeah. That, that was pretty good, man. I love that fucking John Travolta movies in Battlefield Earth. I couldn't think of the name. Oh, I, I was I was gonna say, uh, is it what what phenomenon? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, he's in that one too. I love smoke. <laughs> I, I smoke's smoke awesome. Smoke is That's a good a movie. movie. Yeah, but um, so eventually, yeah, uh, he his planet invi- wants to be um, neutral, but they they basically become part of the Confederacy by default. So the Confederacy. Dooku keeps sending um, droid troops there, and it's occupied. So the the new king basically says that anybody who doesn't, you know, it's my way or the highway. And uh, Guerrero's like, you know, fuck you. I don't like you. And uh, he gets banished uh, from the city that he was in. There, this It's a jungle planet, but there's this one city. It's kind of like a sort of like a fortress, I guess. And uh, he gets they get he gets banished from the city. So he goes out and he sort of forms his own kind of rebellion, I guess, his own little mini rebel uh, group. He's kind of and and his name is is actually inspired by Che Che Guarava or however you pronounce oh, it. Oh, huh, okay. Che I mean, as as che Guevara, yeah. Did not catch that at all but now that you say it it's freaking so obvious and i'm not being sarcastic and i'm actually i'm really enjoying that that fact that's i would that's i can't believe i didn't see that so he yeah he's so he's kind of like a che che guevara on this Onderon planet during the clone war so he's like fighting for the people in his way but you know and it's it's like one man's terrorist some people thought of Che, che Guevara as a terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. So he kind of he's depending on on what your ideology is. You sort of look at him as that guy's a piece of shit, or that guy's my man. <laughs> Oddly enough, that's how che- our podcast is received by a lot of people. Those are the piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are my man, my guys, my boys. Who played Che Guevara in the? There was a movie that was out not that long ago called Che Jimmy Smiths. Oh, was that? Uh, oh, that Are you guy just that saying was. That? Yes, I figured I'd make another Star Wars connection. <laughs> okay, that was. Could, oh shit! Was that that was that guy that was in that movie about the Chilean miners? I can't remember his name. Uh, um, the thing with Banderas. 
Yeah. yeah. 33. My only point is they should have got that Benicio guy to play this character. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm now I'm not kidding. He was yeah. Benicio del Toro was in was Che was Ernesto Che Guevara in Che. Really? Yes. Oh, was he? 2008. Oh, okay. Is that about right? I'm, I'm is that getting, the one you're talking about? Yeah, that's right. And I, Oscar Isaac was in it too. Oh God! It's all these Star Wars people. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so he becomes he becomes the yeah the leader of his own little little band of independent rebels. They're not they're not as- affiliated with anybody. They're not affiliated with the the. Uh, uh, the Republic or anybody, but the Republic eventually does come because they do see that 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 this group can be a benefit even if they're not officially uh, involved with them. So they actually send like Anakin Skywalker and Captain Rex, and they come to meet up with these with this uh, uh, gorilla outfit, and they sort of train them to go in uh, using their own tactics to go in and push the Confederacy off of. Onderon. And they're successful. Is this all in the cartoon or is this pre-cartoon? This is in the Clone Wars. This is in the Clone Wars. Uh and I haven't I haven't watched these episodes in a while. I watched one or two episodes a couple weeks ago featuring him because I knew we were going to do this character. I don't really think they're great episodes. So I, I I think it's four episodes. I think I watched maybe an episode and a half, and then you know I went about my day. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, you just, know, I, I just I just went about my day without watching them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they're they're not I mean there's nothing wrong with them. They're just they don't necessarily stand out and when the and when these episodes came uh came out they were in, in, immediately forgotten and it wasn't until people started talking about you know it was Forrest Whitaker in Clone Wars that they were reminding us, oh yeah, this guy was in the Clone Wars four years ago. I'm like, oh, I remember when they oh, made that announcement. Fucking People insane. Went cr- yeah, they went crazy. Are you kidding me? That's this guy, and it meant nothing to me. Yeah. But I was I was happy that people are excited. I like yeah. to see people happy. People yeah. went crazy about that. I didn't think that the character was that engaging. I thought he was immediately forgotten about. Like he, he's there's there's there was nothing about him that really stood out. He's not visually striking. So Tim, you know, if you love Star like, Wars, okay. you got to love everything. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 yeah, he works, he works for the story, you know, and the story that's, a, I guess is a four, four episode arc begins, ends, we move on. But I, I, I completely forgot about him in those. And, and when people started bringing it up, I vaguely remembered it, but it wasn't, I didn't really, you know, yeah. Tim didn't care. I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like he, this, that character was not memorable enough for me to really like have really get an opinion. I do like the fact that they did go and pick a character that was in the clone wars. And, and honestly, and, and when I get to the behind the scenes information, there was, they had plans for him to be more in okay. a particular man's, uh, mind. Mm. A particular man. Yep. Mm. Particular man. So the, the, uh, the clone wars end. And, uh, so Guerrero turned his attention to the new threat, which was the Imperial military. So he basically just switched his, who he was fighting from one corrupt government to another. And that's that. <laughs> uh, wow. uh, 
a, a few years later is is uh, I guess he 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 meets up with Jen Erso's parents, and he I guess they trust him enough to give their daughter to him. I mean, her her mom's already been been killed. His dad's. <laughs> this is what I said: mom dead, dad Death Star. <laughs> what I wrote down. Did so the mother get killed? I don't remember now. There we just assume she get, got killed. No, I, th- I think they shatter. Oh, did they? Okay, that's terrible. Well, in, yeah. in the grass in the beginning, is that the scene? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I don't even remember. She tried to make Where a quick like, break for the shuttle, but it was fucking ten miles away. So, <laughs> you know, you know what scene immediately <laughs> popped into my head when I thought about that shuttle? That scene from I think it's um, the Holy Grail with the guy running <laughs> across the field that yes. keeps. It keeps pulling back. <laughs> I was just thinking of the, uh, the opening of Monty Python. Just, to, just you have what's his name? What's the bad guy's name? I forget the guy, Cor Oric Cork Cory Nemec. What the hell's the name? The guy the, the with the white robe or the right outfit? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, when the bad yeah. guy, when the bad guy is like approaching from so far away, I'm expecting him to get in front of the camera and go. It's and then Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> It took Something him that, it took him so long to walk to the damn thing. That would have been funny if just a gigantic foot came down and stomped. Directed by Terry Gilliam. Yeah. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah, absolutely. That's what happened in in both episode seven and Rogue One. They were just both movies full of people parking ships far away from places. Voice the code repairman. That's who should have saved the day. <laughs> um, no one expects the Rogue One Squadron. <laughs> uh, so he, he's he's given the job of protecting and raising Jin Erso uh, after she separated from her parents. As I said, mom dead, dad Death Star. Um, and I, you know, I was thinking about it. He was kind of like the Batman to her Robin. He's he's teaching her all of his techniques. And, uh, and <laughs> I just heard it in my head. Dana, 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 Batman, Batman, <laughs> Pewter. Uh, so yeah, he, he, he was basically training her as his, to be his right hand man, I guess. But over time he realized that having her in his group made her a target within his own faction. If, if someone wanted to, betray him or the the temptation was too big knowing the value of this girl being the daughter of the guy who's basically designing the death star so he thought it was in everyone's best interest to basically set her free by abandoning her abandoning a 13 year old Speaking of designing the Death Star and talking about how this movie would have been over if they parked that shuttle 10 miles closer, there's also, I've heard it on not just one podcast, but like at least a dozen other Star Wars podcasts that said, you know know what else would have really helped out this whole situation for the Rebels? If her father would have just said what the flaw was in that hologram message, then they wouldn't have had to go get the plans. Yeah. (laughs) There's like, go and find this. Yeah. I put a flaw in the Death Star. It's an exhaust port. You know, no. Here, yeah. go, go, make some friends. Finally, make some connections in your life. I know you've been lonely your entire life, but make some really close connections. Hell, fall in love, and then make sure everyone dies in the process of getting the plans for something that I could tell you about right now. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> you sound like you're complaining about Rogue One. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
I love everything. I love Star Wars. Ergo, I have to love everything. Ergo, yeah, just like (laughs) hockey. I love, I love hockey, so I love all the teams, including those shitty, shitty penguins. (laughs) That was good. Oh, so, uh, but yeah, he uh, during during that time between uh, the Clone Wars and when we see him in Rogue One, or I, I should say. When we after that point where you see his head pop in the hole and say, "You down there?" <laughs> uh, I, I dropped a penny. <laughs> I'm playing through. Do you see a titleist? <laughs> Mulligan. Um, he he does uh, he does form a tense relationship with the burgeoning re- rebellion. Um, so when, and, and I haven't seen these episodes of rebels, Chris, do you, you saw these episodes? I have, there was, there was a, a few of them. They were okay. He, there was just one of them where, well, there's flying things from clones, um, birds. <laughs> yeah. Those things. There was one of those things left. They weren't, they were on that planet and they were, there was one left in there saving an egg and <laughs> yeah. protecting an egg. seriously, he was protecting an egg because it was like the last species of of the of those kind Geonosians, whatever. Last and, of the Geonosians. Oh, really? And he was helping protect. Yeah, they wiped out the Geonosians up. between Episode Three and Clone Wars or Rebels. Yeah, no they shit. were all gone. Hmm. Yeah, except one. That's actually and interesting. It was, it was this guy that. protecting an egg. Wait, is this, was, car- this cartoon is for kids, though, right? Yeah, I kind of like the, the Ezra and, and their Rebel Band. The Rebel Band people went down there and. Um, Saul was living there too, and he wanted to kill the egg and kill the species, but the other one was holding on. It was kind of lame. That was like not a good episode. <laughs> like I, I heard that like there was some disease that overtook, like this pandemic that overtook. Yeah, Geonosis. It was it's, cool. It's, it's, it's not. It's not like he's trying to protect that. He's like the, you know, the Cadbury Bunny. Mark, mark, mark. Ooh, I had a Cadbury God. egg today. Oh, I was in heaven. One. I love those yeah. things. I was like, I'm going to reward myself now for having to sit through the soccer episode later. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> Is that what it was? Yep. <laughs> I think the um, cartoon note that was before Rogan. He didn't have his his mask, his breathing mask, and his leg wasn't chopped I'm, off. So I'm looking at that that picture I'm talking about. There is. They're also doing a. It's a very. And I'm sure I'm pointing this out to to nobody's surprise that watches the show. They are progressing his armor um, from trying to make the rebels one a a cross. What do you want to say? Like a a, a middle point from what they yeah. designed him in, yeah. in in Clone Wars, and then what we saw in um, Rogue One. Yeah, it wasn't really like what we saw in Rogue, but it's something it. happens. Yep. Yeah, to give him his mask and his. Yeah, his leg. Y- you can you can see the similarities, yeah. like the little circles and the things yeah. where he's got his. You know, he's he's basically walking around with an iron lung on. Did uh so, did Forrest Whitaker voice him in Rebels, or was this before yeah. Rogue One? Yeah, oh, no, he did. He, Voice them, yeah. Oh boy, what? That had to be a long so, episode to sit through. So they knew. So they knew that at least the animators and the maker makers of this cartoon of knew knew long before it was announced that Forrest Whitaker was going to be in Rogue One. They had to have been if Probably. they were if they were animating the armor and adapting it, and he was in it. Like I don't understand why this was a shock to people if they knew that he did the voice of it, and you can go on and, and see that Forrest Whitaker is in this movie, well, who he would be. As Rebels, this episode, I'm assuming, has to come out after Rebel, or, uh, Rogue One. Yeah, it was. It came out after Rogue. Yeah, that's why everyone was so excited that he voiced, came Uh-oh. back, and voiced it. 
voiced him. Well, who vo- he wasn't in the cartoon before? I don't Clone- think the Clone Wars was his. Was him, no, right? it was a different. No, guy I was asking about Rebels, voice. not Clone Wars. Rebels was was him. Clone uh, Wars is probably th- Orlando Jones. He does every <laughs> African American uh, voice in cartoons. Phil Lamar, Basketball Jones, yeah. Basketball Phil Lamar. Jones. That's it. Yes, Phil Lamar. I'm yeah. sorry. Wow, that's boy, do I sound so racist getting those two mixed up. <laughs> then, they all sound. <laughs> they were like- both on Mad TV at the same time. That's why I got mixed <laughs> up. For the record. <laughs> no, I, I what I what I think happened was I think the production on uh, Rogue One because I remember Forrest Whitaker was one of the first names announced in the casting. So I think when he was cast, they probably had an episode in the works, uh, and they they decide or, or they, there was probably some synergy. They're like, oh, we got to do something that's that's Rogue One related, and, and the the cartoons are are made like a year and a half in advance in terms of like written and. Yeah. recorded so I think they had enough time to for that synergy between the two and that's cool I mean I, I again I'm, I'm not a huge fan of rebels I, I will give it another ch- another shot but and I and I probably would probably enjoy seeing that episode to to see Sagarera well Tim let me take this opportunity to tell you as I suggested that you should watch rebels in blocks watch an entire story arc instead of an episode and there is a fantastic opportunity to do that at celebration on the rebels theater which you can do during the day Saturday leading up to the or shit Friday I already fucked it up leading up <laughs> do that all day Friday leading up to the obscure character face off presented by stars and character 6 p.m. at the rebels theater Star Wars celebration Orlando 2017 on the rebel stage yes theater woo Nice Rebel plug. Stadium. You like that? Mike yeah. dropped. That was good. You worked that in there. Like that wasn't a plug. Late. That was a suggestion from my friend Tim. <laughs> to sit well, when, I, when I don't have anything to do, that's the room I'll go in and sit down. <laughs> Take a seat. Watch they did that. Games. They did that with Clone Wars. They. Uh, I remember that uh, the first uh, Orlando one. Actually, I think I also saw the second one. They had one room that all they did was just so the Clone Wars episodes in in order and kept looping them. Did people sit and watch the cartoons there? Oh yeah, yeah. You could go in and I mean, it, it was it was like a movie theater sized screen, so you could yeah. go in and watch it all. And that's like, oh, I'm glad you said that. I was going to ask you, you'd ever seen these Clone War ones? So it's a big screen. So I, these graphics I make do have to be high yeah. quality. Okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, not a, not a, it's not like IMAX. I'm sure. Like, yeah, but and, and I'm sure they're using probably a 1080 projector but it's like it's like yeah. can i get away with like the the old ancient vga probably not probably gonna be hdmi interface so that's good to know okay a little so, behind yeah, the I'm scenes thinking. before we even get to celebration for y'all so for for some people that's that that's kind of an exciting thing and i remember on the clone wars i remember did i did pop in there because they were showing like landing at point rain or whatever it was which was a pretty intense episode so it was kind of neat anywho um so saw saw Guerrero, he 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 did have dealings with like people like um, Bail Organa and Mod Mothma, but eventually his tactics became a little too extreme for what the rebels were trying to do. They thought that he was starting to get a little out there. And in the, I mean, when you watch um, Rogue One, he is kind of nutty. I yeah. Don't know if, I don't know if in the Clone Wars he has that nuttiness or he, uh, not Clone Wars, uh, um, Rebels. He is pretty nutty in, in that Rebels. Though. He was always like in his little, little world. I was at, for such a dramatic change between where we see him. I mean, it's like it's like the only person that the the the, the Jen's parents trust to take care of her and keep her safe. To like just a literally a madman, a worn, weary, battle 
battle uh, worn madman. I was a little, I don't, know if, I don't know if I was disappointed, but I would like to have seen or at least heard them talk a little bit more about what happened between the two, because that's such a drastic yeah. change. It's very intriguing, but not interesting because we didn't get to hear it. Yeah, I think he's, I, th- I think probably if, if you were to ask for the simple explanation, people say, oh, you're shell shocked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Post-traumatic stress I, I syndrome. Think- yeah, that's, that's the expl- <laughs> explanation for everything that happens to Walking Dead, too. I hear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think what happened with with his character being as weird as he was in in the movie is I think I think it just had to do with he went in they shot his scenes and and I think he had a much larger role initially and they uh, had to change okay. it around so he was probably pretty nutty to begin with and then they had to pull it back and so when you have the original scenes mixed with the rewrites it didn't mesh com- perfectly so you had this weird this this thing that where it didn't really make a huge amount of sense. It was okay. It worked to a certain extent, but it wasn't perfect. I agree that it didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't learn. I mean, we don't learn why he's you know torturing. And, you know, and, and, and I know, I know, and the arguments that we made that you don't need to explain everything to death, and intrigue is is part of characterization and whatnot and I, I i understand that and i buy it i'm just saying what i would have liked so i'm not saying that you know that it's what it had to be i see gareth edwards approaching him during filming he's like foster uh, i need you at about an eight and you are at a 20 fucking seven okay <laughs> <laughs> dial it down dude <laughs> all right <laughs> um it's <laughs> not <Senate> irish <laughs> all right i'm kissing the blarney stone heart at heart at heart at heart heart at heart at heart um, so he, uh, over, you know, over the years he's, he, he gets, as I said, we, we got injured a lot. He loses both his legs. He's walking around in an iron lung. <laughs> um, I got to bring this up and sorry, yeah. Dave, Dave's going to just <laughs> fucking hate me and probably not talk to me for until celebration for bringing this up. I'm the one outside your window. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think? And oh, Tim, if 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 cut me off, and I'll edit this out. What do you guys think of the theory of this being the juxtaposition character to Darth Vader for the Rebels? I heard this. The more machine than man, the breathing problem, the fake yeah. leg, all that crap. Uh, I mean, I I, I I can see that. I always thought that Grievous. you know, if if there was if there was kind of like a warped mirror image of vader it was it was uh uh grievous yeah i don't buy that yeah i mean i i understand i'm with tim i understand it but i don't think and maybe there's a nod to it but i don't think that is i don't think this is the mirror character some people are trying to make it out to be uh-huh. not i don't know that it's a majority of fans going with that theory but some people are saying it is absolutely the mirror the rebel mirror of of Darth Vader, and we're going to get that movie one day. I don't think that's accurate. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think, I mean, there that there may have been discussions like, oh, well, yeah, you can see he's like Vader. He's 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 yeah, he's more machine now than man, and it's causing mental problems. Yeah. So yeah. well, I mean, fa- fa- I, deep- I can I can see that argument, but. Well, and deep deep rooted passionate fans will will. I'm not saying they're reading into it, but they will they will. Um, uh, what do I want to say without sounding stupid? Um, they'll 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 see what they want to see into it, and and hope hope for 
what they want to see. And I, I, I get that. So I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad idea. I just think that I don't think that's what this character is. Yeah. That, no, that's I, I as, mean, as bad as there's rumors about um Snoke of who's Snoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Other the Porkins one, uh, my two favorite one favorite oh, yeah. favorite uh Snoke theories are Porkins and the trooper that hits his head. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I mean it doesn't. Um, I, when 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 people come up with theories like that, I think it's I think it's fun. I mean that's that's part of right, the fun yep. of being a fan. I just was uh, curious what you guys thought about it. Well, mainly I Chris and to, Tim because I know Dave hasn't given it a second thought. <laughs> well, I don't I know used what, to have a theory. what you're talking about, but I, I, I always think I, with Tim, like I think that the the one of the things with Grievous was that was like setting up what can be done mm. as far as keeping someone alive. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I remember I had a theory after Episode One came out that Palpatine and the and 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 who the, the Emperor was go, actually was were two different people. I thought one was a clone of another and I was like dead set until episode three. Like they're clones of each other. And I'm like, no, no, it's the same guy. That's no fun. So, but you're anyway, stupid. It's, it's, you're stupid. <laughs> that's why you didn't write it. Cause you're stupid. You're just a fan. You're not a creator. Yeah. You're stupid. Great, great so, idea. Great idea. Stupid clones. <laughs> Who comes up a great idea. Mind? Great idea was my fourth draft when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader is the same character, but I do. You'd never get it. Cause you're stupid. It just blew your mind, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so um, eventually, here we are. We're in Rogue One. Jyn Erso gets captured by the rebels. They find out who she is. They know that she has a connection to Saw Gerrera. They've, for whatever reason, have lost touch. They want to get back in contact with them. I've, I, and it's been a while since I saw Rogue One. I can't remember the exact reasoning. So... She's she's basically sent out there to make another introduction to him. But when they get there, he shows her the the little hologram of her dad saying, there's a weakness. Go here and find it. Make sure you Um, fall in love and like a lot of people first. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and then, you know, he gets he gets Death Star. Death Star shoots the planet and uh, he uh, he dies in the. Yeah, in the in the immediate aftermath, the immediate fallout of the of the the, the mini Death Star gun, like pew pew Death Star. <laughs> he die. He dies. Well, we, yeah, we assume that he, he does. I, I hope so. I mean, I think so. Feet don't fail me now. I'm <laughs> 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 running away. But I actually I like that scene of the Death Star shooting and seeing the the. Earth, planet. call it the planet Falling apart. Yeah, surface like ex- exploding up, blowing out, and just like completely like engulfing itself. I, I thought that that stuff was pretty cool. That, that huge like tidal wave of land coming at you, I thought was was a neat. He was neat he shot. was actually actually melting early on because his eye was sagging a little bit, beginning <laughs> to melt <laughs> like sloth. Uh, <laughs> <aw>. <laughs> Baby. <So. laughs> Road. <laughs> so that's the end of his story. He Yay. dies. Oh. Um Tim, did Andrew, you have did you buy did you buy any of the Battlefield Earth action? Did you have an action figure of him? I did not. I had I had the tall. There's an action Dr. figure him for Battlefield Earth? Oh, they made oh, toys of everything. EBay. I had the I had the, I had the 14 eBay. inch the 14 Talking inch Travolta. turl. Yeah. I, I saw that, that. 
Actually, no. Uh, you you used to have that up in the booth at the theater. I used to come and impress the mud. Exper- you know, exterminate all, all man, man animals. animals. I will. That will. <laughs> yeah. I think I had. I think I had one. I think when I lived in D.C. That's the second put, best I, worst I movie one. ever, next to the room. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Pepper's lips. That's all I remember. Oh uh, yeah, here's an action figure of him. Barry oh my Pepper's god, lips. <laughs> I like that. And, and and the one guy that was like one of the other like what are they the the, the man animals was the dude from Three O'clock High, the bully. Uh, yeah, yeah, the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. I can't remember that guy's name. <laughs> uh, not a I know what you mean. Yeah, the, the the ponytail bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I I. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, it, it's a little behind the scenes information uh, on the Clone Wars. He was voiced by a guy named Air Andrew uh, Kishin. Oh, so not Phil Lamar. I was wrong. Nope, not Phil. And uh, Forrest Whitaker in the was. Face. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker was the live action and uh, the Rebels version, and. Yeah, and I was I said earlier he was conceived by George Lucas. He was originally supposed to be a part <laughs> of that. <laughs> conceived, yes. I just I'm picturing now George Lucas on top of Mrs. Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> just the way you said conceived. <laughs> it's conceived. There you go. I, mean, I thought you meant it. I thought you meant in the biblical <laughs> sense. <laughs> so yeah, he was he was actually supposed to be a major part a while. I'm no major, but he was supposed to be a part of that uh, unproduced underworld TV series uh, oh, yeah. from uh, a bunch of that, that, you know, that was supposed to be that a big deal. Have, but, from what was that? The, the sounded like it was supposed to be. That would have been probably a really good storyline for that series. If it was as dark and, and grungy <laughs> as they were claiming it was going to be. That sounds like that that descent into madness that I was just talking about that I thought was I wouldn't say lacking that 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 I wanted to see would probably have played out well in that series. Yeah. So I I mean I'm sure John Knoll uh is the guy who came up with the story. He may have had inside information on like characters and he was like, "Oh, hey, why don't we take that character that was supposed to be an underworld?" And uh, and bring him over here. I don't know if 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 John Noel had that or if it was just something where in the scripts they went through the story people and say, hey, we have these characters that never got produced. Maybe we can fit these in there. So I don't I don't know how he made it from that to this. Um, but uh, but I, I I think in I think he's a cool character. I know a lot of people don't. There are some people that don't like him. There are other people that think he's great. I think he's I think he's a cool character. I just think. His use was a little flubby. Yes. Where it just it just wasn't it just wasn't used to the as good as it could have been used. But I, I do think he's a cool character. It was clumsy, and, and they made a cool action figure for him. It isn't it, it's a nice figure. And does it have a, does like it have a, have a little little air mask on a on a, retract, a retractable string that you let it go and it zips back into his chest? It's a good question. I don't know if it does. No, uh, it kidding. does. Well, no, no. No, that's that's not it. You have to get the survival kit from Kenner to get him a gas mask. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. The only reason I didn't care about it is because I just can't stand that guy. <laughs> Me neither. You don't like I, For- I, I love Forrest Whitaker. I, I, don't know why I he often find him underwhelming, except in two things. One we alluded to briefly, smoke, and the other thing, and it's because the character he was playing in real life is over the top, and the and it's 
that's how Forrest Whitaker actually, in my opinion, excels. And it was when he played um, Idiot Mead in Last King of Scotland. Uh, that's what I, he never, won. I actually never saw that. He won the Oscar for that, right? Yeah. Oh, did he? I didn't even know he won the Oscar. He, he was did. good in that, but like I said, Idiot Mean was over the top, so Forrest Whitaker had to play him over the top, and that's where he excels. When he's this Saw Gerrera, it's like, dude, like I said, I made anyway, that Garth Edwards impression joke, but it's like when I was on the screen, it's like, dude, bring it down a notch, okay? All right? I know it's a when fantasy gets- piece, and it is. Sorry, <laughs> is a fantasy piece, but it is a little too much. <laughs> when he gets hit by the uh, the big truck in uh, The Crying Game, that's, that's where he peaked. <laughs> <laughs> he's to me I, I use the word underwhelming I that's a good word he to me never quite has what it takes but he keeps getting cast yeah, and, yeah. yeah he does and really good things and he never to me lives up to anyone that's around him and I I don't understand why he continues to be cast smoke like, everybody saw that yeah. movie and said we love that movie where he plays this guy who has this I'm missing an arm, but you can tell he's not really no, yeah, missing but an it's arm. Still, it's still a foot longer than his other arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you can tell he's like holding on That's to a little thing in the part of that, yeah. But he, he is excellent at it. He's, um, yeah, he's really great at it. But, and, <laughs> but only me and Tim have seen that movie. Yeah. I saw Smoke. Oh, okay. I, this, guy, this guy never... The only, the only thing I like him in is um, Panic Room. Never saw it. That's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's pretty good in that because he's... He's almost like an anti-hero. He he's flustered the whole time, but he has to like balance between being a criminal and also fending off more diabolical people who are all everyone in the movies better than him. It's one of those same things. Yeah. It's Dwight Yoakam who is freaking awesome. Yep. And Jared Leto and Jodie Foster. And he doesn't he doesn't cut the mustard, but he 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 treads water enough in that that I'm like, well, I can see him in this. Every time I see him in anything, like I remember like working at a movie theater, you end up seeing everything. And he's in some shit movies like Ghost Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's where I see him. That's his thing. Like he should be in straight to DVD kind of things. He to me is in the in the crazy Nicolas Cage stage of his career where he can just do crap movies that go straight to DVD. Has he ever like, done a movie with Billy Zane? <laughs> is that who you, <laughs> is that your straight to DVD guy now? <laughs> yeah. He was, I don't get like he, like, and he started, he had a good career. Like he was good when he was younger though. Like, um, he's not in it much, but he's good in fast times at Ridgemont high. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. He was in the shield. And the shield was already teetering on like me not liking it because Michael Chiklis is like that is his only role I've liked him in. Otherwise, he just chews the scenery and every damn thing. Yeah, he's in. he does. But the shield, he was good again. And this is another case of he's playing a character that fit his over the top personality. Well, now you have his arch nemesis, which was Forrest Whitaker, and you got two guys in there chewing up the scenery. Those were the worst episodes of the entire run of that series. I believe it. He never, to me, can and muster it was, and it was, I'm not going to say it's just Forrest Whitaker. It was the two of them together destroyed that season. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. Dave. <laughs> he, he can never, to me, he can never keep up with whomever he's on screen with. Um, but he's in movies that I like. Like, he's in, I don't like Joel Schumacher, but I like that movie Phone Booth because yeah, Colin Farrell's great in it. Yep, so yeah. Colin Farrell is here, and I'm, I know you can't see me putting my hand high. <laughs> and then there's Forrest Whitaker, who's just kind of the anchor 
and I guess that's a good thing because he kind of he, he's steady, but he's never great. Was he was he in Taking of Pelham the the remake with uh, Travolta? Was that him? He was in. No, that was Den- wasn't that that was Washington, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. Like I just never. I, I don't. I don't think. Like like when I see him, he's not one of these kind of guys. And I go, oh god, I'll never see that. But he's uh, underwhelming. I don't think anyone has ever said the phrase. Did you see that new Forrest Whitaker movie? <laughs> exactly. No. No. So when he was announced in this, I, I, it, it immediately to me was a was a red flag. Like, <laughs> That's like oh boy, yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hit your wagons to this guy. Like I don't get it. Like it was a like it to me. It was a bad omen. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at some of his recent movies, and I and it's like he. I like I forgot that he was in that Southpaw. Like good movies that I forgot he was in. Southpaw, Taken Three, the last. Well, the last stand is not a very good movie. No, it's not. <laughs> Out of the Furnace, I did like him in Out of the Furnace, but I thought that was just an overall good movie. That was that was the one with um, Sean Penn, right? Uh, no, uh, was Sean Penn? No, uh, that was Christian Bale, Casey Bale. Affleck, okay, Bale, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But Woody Harrelson was like ruled in that. He played the cop. Uh, Whitaker played the cop. I don't know. I, I I do. I like Forrest Whitaker, but I I see where you guys are coming from. He's he's basically like. A utility actor if you just need someone who just is like that has to come on screen and, and be put upon like oh shit why are you doing this to me <laughs> he's that actor <laughs> line please line <laughs> shit yeah. what are you doing <laughs> not <laughs> sign please sign, sign but line please line line, line please line. line so that's uh Sagarera. tim great episode tim <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, his I'm story glad we're isn't celebrating our 200th anniversary with this yeah. character. <laughs> the story's yeah. not that great. I mean, but but I know that he's a character that people people would be interested sure. in. Um, there was so, some good stuff in there. I wish. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to see the gaps filled in on his story, just maybe with another actor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. All. <laughs> I agree, man. Maybe Phil Lamar. Yeah, Billy Zane, maybe. <laughs> Orlando Jones. There you go. I have rebellion. I am Man, a recovering drug a- addict. I used to be living on the street. And <laughs> oh my! No, that's, a, that's from a, Office Space. You can laugh at that. It was good to be a gangster. <laughs> you got any feedback, Matt? I've got tons of feedback. So yes, let's go um, back to when I asked on Patreon for some feedback. Uh, here's another one that was posted right away. This is from Ashton. This is from the uh, young man that had left for a year and couldn't listen to us during his mission in Japan, but is now back and inter- interacting with us on Facebook. And of course, obviously, he's a supporter on Patreon, if that's where he listed this. And he wrote, what's up, guys? I saw that you're all needed some feedback. So here it goes. Chris, you do a great job with it. Oh, come on. Seriously? The names? Didn't I just try to retire those tonight? <laughs> yeah. See, right, read it again. Read it again. I, don't read it again. I just deleted it by accident. So I'll just read what's <laughs> left. It said, but why don't we hear the soundboard anymore? I always loved when you would randomly uh-huh. play those <laughs> to interrupt him. We could have used that tonight. <laughs> and then I loved how half the time you would sit there and keep talking. Matt, I'm so grateful for all the hard work that you do on editing the podcast and everything. So keep up the good work. Dave, I... Specifically, have a question for you. Oh, geez, I picked the wrong one tonight, Dave. I specifically have a question for you. What did you think of Rogue One? 
<laughs> I honestly picked this randomly. I'll just keep moving on. I feel like many of the people I know didn't like the Force Awakens really enjoyed Ro- Rogue what Rogue One accomplished, but just curious on your thoughts. And Tim, oh boy, and why did I pick this without Christy here? I'm gonna try I'm gonna slaughter this, so apologies to the entire country of Japan. Anara ha sasoro keiko shi na ikinai. I'm gonna assume that says suck it, Tim. <laughs> That's awesome. Lastly, I just wanted to say that I have I've been back from Japan for over a year now, and while I was living there, I always look was looking for some bootleg Swix stuff, but never found anything. I also didn't find any Japanese people who listen to the show, but I did find some cool Star Wars stuff that's been sitting in my closet that I've been wanting to send you guys. So how about I go about doing that? Oh, I wish I'd read this before. I will send you our PO box, Ashton. So. Uh, he signs off with love the show guys, Ashton. So thank you, Ashton. Even though I probably picked the worst night to read your message. I still really appreciate you taking the time to write that. And I was putting the feedback together because I knew we were going to record a lot of episodes tonight. And I started to pull the latest iTunes, uh, reviews. And even though I'm doing them on, normally I do them in order. I'm doing this one now because this is about, I keep, I've been kind of, I guess, inadvertently putting it out there for like the best non sequitur review or self-referential review. This might be one of the best reviews yet. <laughs> it's from a, a capo mango is the name. And he writes as the title, just listen doofus. And the review is why are you wasting time reading this? You need to listen to the show. Now stop reading this. Seriously. Stop. Go listen. Still reading. Why? You don't know me. You shouldn't care what I have to say. Make up your own mind. <laughs> You're still reading? Okay. Well, this is an awesome show. It's hilarious. It's geeky Star Wars centered, and there's nothing else like it. You need to listen. There. Happy? Why are you still reading this? I'm about to list a recipe for homemade hummus to get you to stop reading. I don't have a recipe for homemade hummus. But if you're going to sit there and keep reading this, I'll go get one. Still there? I couldn't find a recipe base I like, so no recipe. Sorry. I hope you listened to the show while you waited. (laughs) That's great. That is good. So that is that is the feedback for this week, and that usually leads into the random pick of the Patreon pick of the week. But since we have two new cats in this house, I see they knocked over my pile of cards, and I can't find them. So I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to Ashton, who had <laughs> we just read his feedback, and I don't think he's been the Patreon pick of the episode. I should say, not the week, but the episode. So thank you, Ashton, for your support. Thank you, everybody that supports us on Patreon. I I know. I've t- we've said all the time what what it does for the show, and uh, I mean I I, I got to find a a new way to express my my thanks of what it actually does. I got to start explaining. I guess maybe behind the scenes without being too boring, but um, I yeah don't want to go with an episode without saying how much your Patreon support helps us keeping the show online, keeping everything we do at News as online, and I hope you're enjoying the new stuff that we're putting out as a thank you uh, throughout. The entire year, not just every once in a while like we did when we first launched. We're pretty good at putting something up every few weeks. So thank you, everyone, for your support, of course. And when we're kind of in a (laughs) time crunch here, so I'm not as prepared as usual. Um, I'll better express how much this uh, is helping in later episodes once the storm settles that I'm kind of in the middle of. But I don't want to let this episode pass with thanking everyone for their support. Thank you, one and all. Thank you, Ashton. Thank you. Everybody else. So, does this trivia count since I'm the winner? This is the most useless trivia round we've ever done ever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we might as well do it just because people like to play along. But you are the winner, Chris. Thank you. Congratulations. You son of a bitch. I'm the Ooh. best around. I don't know. We haven't bet yet. He might do something stupid. Yep. Oh, true. Good point. Well, I don't even have the numbers, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured we were done. We just, we just sort of sulked. There was no way you guys could have won. Yeah. Well, even, if we, even if we tripled our things, we wouldn't catch them. Right. Unless he bet everything and lost. But Would you, would you do that, Chris? No, it depends on the question. <laughs> well, should we hear Congrats. the question and find out? Yes. Yeah. All right. For the last time this round, here is Lou from Neozez asking Christian Simpson from episodes one and three and Rogue One, apropos enough or appropriate enough. Uh, and Force Awakens. Asking him. Yes, that as well. Yes. Asking. Uh, wait, was he in Rogue One? Did he do a voice in Rogue One, or is that just Force Awakens? Yeah, he was. Uh, he did. He did some. He did a voice. One of the voices he did was. Uh, yes. Yes will on, suffice. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, here's here's Lou asking Christian the final question for this round. In which department on Starkiller Base did Finn once work? Oh, Chris would have got this anyway. Yeah. You would? Yeah, because he knows this. If I know Oh, it, shit, I thought we had to know. answer it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He knows it. Anticlimactic. I don't know. You don't know it? You no. you know it. What department he works in? Yeah. Why would I know that? Would, would they say that in the movie? That yes. was a big joke. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was, there was a um, scarf involved, too, probably. There's a joke? There's a scarf involved, yeah, a little bit. Is, is he, Let me set the scene he... for you, Dave. If Han Solo wanted to throw his scarf away, Finn would be the perfect person to tell him where to do that. But he's on trash detail? Yeah. You know this. No, you just no I don't. I'm serious. When do they say this? Is uh, bad. Out, out in the cold. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was right when they get to Starkiller Base. Uh, uh, and he, he says he says something about, yeah, I worked in sanitation. And like, you brought me all the way out here because you're basically a glorified janitor? Where's my scarf? Why was he involved on that assault then? If he was a that's janitor? what I was just thinking. Why would you send a janitor down to a planet? Because you got to clean up the mess. That's why. See, people people complained about the prequels <laughs> having having dumb jokes. I personally thought that was a dumb joke. That was an unnecessary joke that they threw in the movie. That that, in my opinion, fell flat. I, I don't. I just. I don't understand. Why you think I would know this from some one line in the movie? When you're right, like he's he's not in sanitation. He's on. A, he's in a. He's a soldier. Because it's the biggest eye squat. roller moment of that movie for me. That and then the do they have a trash compactor? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> We're gonna put her in there and make her look like a can of tuna. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I as I said, I, I, space. I, have I enjoyed ship. that movie, but. I don't think it's a great Star Wars movie. I do enjoy Force Awakens, but I don't think you it's saw that Star movie Wars. four times in, the, in a row. I uh, I saw it a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> I, I prefer Rogue One over over Force Awakens. I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a big Rogue One fan. I'm just a regular average. Can we get Force the Wagons answer fan. to the trivia question already? <laughs> yeah, please. Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, he was in the um, sock making 
department. Oh no, he moved up. He moved up. <laughs> he moved up to sanitation. And the result, of course. Ah, uh, that was his upgrade. It was his promotion to sanitation. That is correct. Yeah. I wonder what I don't. You know, I'm not a member of uh, of the five hundred first. I don't know what uh, stormtrooper socks look like. Yeah. But I guess someone's got to make them. Yeah, they're, they're kind of um, they're black. <laughs> made of they're a bit itchy. Made of wool. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe when you're in a you know on Hoth or on a. Uh, Star Killer base, but I don't know about like if you're stuck on Tatooine or something on Jakku. Yeah, that would get, that'd get pretty warm. It's Bantha wool as well, which is really itchy. <laughs> Extra itchy. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. that was a nice note to go out yeah. on. Here yeah. from those two banter back and forth. Socks. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss those kids. I am. Hope they make it. Do you want to hear the questions we didn't get to? Yeah. Are they, are yeah. they about are they about episode seven? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. Here's one. What was the race of spies who captured crucial information on the second Death Star? Now oh, he would have known that. He knew He'll that. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be Bothans, hasn't it? Final answer? Yeah. Answer is Bothans. Alright. How many how many questions do we have left? Let's see. One, no, two. no banter on that one. They must have been having a spat. <laughs> I got seven left after this one or this one. Seven. Okay. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Or we got to yeah. move on to our next episodes. Let's see. Here we go. Here's number thirty. All right, Christian. How many arms does General Grievous have? Ooh, Ooh. You know too, that. too many. <laughs> uh, so that makes he's a quadruped. No, that's legs as well. That would be a. Hexapeg. Anyway, I'm going to say four. Final answer? <laughs> Final answer. That is correct. Four. Woo! <laughs> was that him or was that hey. Tim? Woo! That was Tim? No, that, oh, was, that was, him. was him. That was him? That was, oh, that it sounded like Tim to me. <laughs> so this one, well, here's a, we never Woo! got the question one. Here's how their, here's how their bromance restarted. Or bro, bromance <laughs> started. Who was the only character in the films to mention the planet Sullust? In the films? Oh, yes. So he says they're amassing around Sullust. Ah, okay. So I think it's, um, it's the Return of the Jedi. And is it, it's either Vince Nadine or Maydine or Akbar. Was it Akbar? I'm going to go with. With Vince, Maydean. Vince. Final answer. Uh, e- oh, Lando Calrissian. Wait. <laughs> um, uh, I'll stick with my original with Vince Maydean. Who's <laughs> Vince Maydean? The answer know. is Darth Vader. Yes, that's what I said. It's oh, my yes, I'm sorry, I misheard you. <laughs> it's a British accent. <laughs> the thing you yeah. got the quote almost perfectly, and yeah. that's the best part. <laughs> I think I got the right movie too. Huh? And you have the right movie, yeah. Answer my bad. Darth my- Vader. Hmm. Darth Vader. Only he could be so bold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's sorry. A long last. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I should remember no. what. Okay, here's number two. This is how it continues. Oops, Single sorry. word of advice: Did Biggs give Porkins when the latter's X-wing was damaged? Don't eat. Fuck <laughs> it. It's more than one word. 
<laughs> True. Single word, so it's one word, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, pizza. This is going to be a wild <laughs> guess. Pork I'm going to guess that he said, <laughs> relax. <laughs> That's a good answer. The correct answer is eject. Eject. Relax. <laughs> See? Same number of similar. <laughs> very similar words. Ah, Eject okay. into the vacuum. My bad. Next. <laughs> this is Christian putting on the charm early, trying to yeah. get some answers, yeah. uh, some points, or uh, he's not get any points. I don't know where I'm going with that. Here's the next one. What side of his abdomen does Kylo Ren repeatedly hit during his fight with Ray and Finn? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, is it the inside? Yes, <laughs> that is correct. The outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a great character choice, I thought as well. Just oh yeah, trying to beat the pain out of himself. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's his left. I have no idea. That is correct. Left side, also known as the west side. Fifty-fifty <laughs> <laughs> choice there. That laugh. I know. <laughs> this is like this is like binge watching the. This is us. Like the Bachelor. <laughs> Yeah, you're getting to like see like this whole relationship, at, and it's like out of context too. This is very, this is very compelling. All right, here we go. Here's number three. Dexter Jetster ran what kind of business? Oh man, this one, this next file's long. This should be interesting. He ran a diner serving Jawa juice. Yum yum yum. <laughs> Have you tried the Jawa juice? I just eat the whole Jawa. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, you get more nutrition that way. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was that was the that might be my favorite one. Yeah, I ate the whole Jawa. Who requested that for the trip to Alderaan there would be no questions asked? Myself, the boy, two droids, and no questions asked. C three PO. Not final answer. <laughs> Not. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. That is correct. All right, last. Here's the very last one, and I've heard every question. This oh, is the it's last actually, of Simpson. Yeah, and this was actually the last one that actually we could have played. This is number thirty-three. They recorded thirty-three of them all together for us. So here it is. The last. This is literally the last exchange between Christian and Lou, not only on this show <laughs> but in real life. So this is this is a monumental yeah. occasion. What device did BB-8 use to reply to Finn's thumbs up? Wiener. Uh, he was going to use a match, but then he, ran, he didn't have any matches left, so he used a lighter, like a blowtorch. That is correct. Hey. It'd be oh, funny he, if he had he a little stick of ma- like a little box of matches inside his, you know, inside his chest. Yeah, and he could just strike it, like, on his shoe. Oh, he doesn't have shoes. He's a ball. <laughs> On Finn's face, maybe? Oh. If he hadn't shaved, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, there it is. That is yeah. all of Simpson says. Uh, what do you think wanted- their last what do you think their last conversation was like when they were hanging up? It was You hang like, up first. Yeah, like No, you like, no, no, you, you, know, you hang up first. You hang up. So yeah. when am I gonna when am I gonna talk to you again? Oh well, probably never. We've had <laughs> we've had our time. <laughs> But I don't want this to end. <laughs> well, I, I want to. Don't let go, think. Jack. Don't let go. <laughs> yeah. Christian didn't have, have didn't have enough room for him. There's for, enough uh, room on uh, that goddamn wrath <laughs> for the two of them. 
Don't even start because there uh, there wasn't. It would have tipped over. No, no, there's plenty of room. No, it would have submerged. That thing thing did not support both those. That man was a hero, okay? Uh (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I just want to thank Christian for, for doing this for us. It was uh, it was really awesome that he that he did that for us and uh, he didn't he didn't have to do it for us but he was he was real happy to uh, to help out this show he's he's been on our show a bunch he's always been a great sport so I want to personally thank Christian for doing don't move in on lose man Timmy you better back What's off that? don't don't move <laughs> yeah, in on lose man all right so, um, if you guys have not already definitely go and um, some leave some messages on Christian's. Facebook pages or Twitter Twitter accounts. Uh, let them know that that you appreciated what he did for us. So, uh, if you haven't already, yeah, just go to his page, leave him a little post saying thank you for being a part of Swick for the last several months. What six? It's how many months has it been since we started? This well, these the recordings were done eleven months ago. It's taken us almost a Ooh. year to get through these twenty-five episodes. Yeah. So, thank so, you Christian, for if you're listening being thank you. on Swick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Christian, if you're listening, thank you so much for for being a part of that, and hopefully we'll be able to get you back on. And uh, he's he's uh, also uh, for those who are going to balls for all, he has graciously donated his uh, signature as as a prize. So some people going to our balls balls for all will walk away with a little piece of Simpson. Yeah, actually, that's mm. worth mentioning. Um, there are still just a few handful of balls for all tickets left. Uh, there is a, as of this recording. They may not be. We we recorded and released our announcement of the show. But if they are still there, check it out. com slash balls. And part of Balls for Alls, apart from the USB drive full of exclusive content, apart from the our first custom bootleg action figure um, and all the other swag you get, you also get a, it's called a mega raffle ticket where you're automatically entered into every bit of giveaway items we have and we have got a lot like way too much too much to list here but one of those or actually few of those items are christian simpson's autographs that he had sent to us so that's another what another thing you get for joining us at balls for all apart from the incredibly awesome party we're going to be having woo cake pizza that's right soda (laughs) balls bocce the agony of defeat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the pounding well, of a hangover <laughs> <laughs> thank you Tim for telling us about Saul Guerrero Saul Guerrero there you go <laughs> uh, join us next time when we finally finally discuss Treat Williams oh <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.